When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Hi, Amanda. Lots of feedback on the cool men list, huh? So much. It's ongoing. I feel like we've really created something here. We've ignited a dialogue. Maybe that's only our first cool men list. And maybe what we've done here <laughs> is established the cool men committee, you know? And a I, committee of two, you and I. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I feel great about it. I feel great about it too. We got so a lot of f- feedback, so we'll come to that at the end. Some some submissions we will evaluate, mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess this will be ongoing. We'll always keep on the, keep our eyes open for cool men. It's hard to come by. <laughs> In the meantime, just some some sundry topics I wanted to hit on today. Bits and bobs. Bips and bobs, beginning with Emily Ratajkowski in the digital pages of Architectural Digest showing off her, quote, lush New York City backyard. When I first saw this, uh, I saw that she was wearing no shoes sitting in her backyard, and we'll discuss it in depth. But the main thing I just need to say is that she surely has rats back there. There is not a backyard in New York City that does not have rats, at least at some point. And so... I don't want anyone to be tricked. I just don't want anyone to think that they're doing anything wrong. I just like for all of you who have rats in your backyard, she has them too. I promise you. So this is like Instagram versus real life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I thought you were doing like Emily Ratajkowski should be wearing shoes in order to not spread diseases via the rats in her backyard. That's uh, true as well. But I just, I just like, this is not a good idea. So basically this is, I just have to say, it's basically a CB2 SponCon. It's her second time collaborating with CB2 into the pages of Architectural Digest. And 
It's not even a lush backyard retreat. She's got a concrete floor tile, which is nice. And she, like, made a setup. It's, like, an outdoor carpet, two chairs, some tables. And it's, like, really not too elaborate. It's not that special. It's just a CB2 ad, basically. It's pretty weird. But she's recently separated from her her estranged, soon-to-be ex-husband, Sebastian Bear McClard. And I was just wondering if she's trying to move some properties here or if she was contractually obligated to do this with CB2. Well... She teamed up with CB2 to outfit the headquarters at, of Enamorada, the swimmer and clothing line she launched. So it seems that's the first line of this page. So it seems like yeah. she's in business with CB2, which is yeah. fine. It's disclosed. Yeah, that's no no problem. But that, and that was in Architectural Digest like a year and a half ago. So this is like ongoing. It does seem like these CB2 items are somewhat on sale. So <laughs> that's, that's just something for you guys to note. They're still, unfortunately, slightly outside my outdoor furniture budget. I got it. Let's talk about outdoor furniture for a second. I'd love to. Why is it the same price as indoor furniture? It is so expensive, but it's going outdoors where it's just not going to last as long. No matter how many couch covers you buy from couchcover.com, which is a website where I have purchased <laughs> items before. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? Why is it all so expensive? I I would venture to say it's frequently more expensive. More expensive. It's really true. I guess because it's engineered to last, but it doesn't last. It doesn't last. It's also, why is is every outdoor couch white? Like, why are the cushions white? I I don't get it. I bought a white couch. It looks looks really nice. Because you don't have a lot of options. They're pushing white on you all the time. I know, but I didn't want brown, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get it. The earth is brown. And green, hopefully. And your cover for your couch from couchcover.com is probably brown, too. It's like a taupe. Oh, okay. okay. Well, it's in the brown family. <laughs> it's, it's in the natural, yeah. <laughs> it has little, like, Velcro tabs that you can put around sure. the legs of the couch cover so right. that it can keep. I mean, it's still usable, but it's not clean anymore. And then the cushions are supposed to be removable and washable, but I they just aren't. The best, you know? before Red Bath & Beyond went out of business, I bought, a, a like, a bistro patio set for my backyard that like looks looks like it's rattan yeah and it's two chairs and a little table and it was like they came assembled in this giant box and it's like basically plastic and I think it was like $60 literally the best purchase of my life because it's completely fake materials it's really stood up to the elements but yeah outdoor furniture is a real crock and I just gotta say this is some of the like the poorest executed Boncon I've ever seen from CB2 and Emrata in the pages of Architectural Digest. I don't know. I this. I mean, this backyard. It looks nice. It's leafy. Yeah, but Amanda, they put this together in one second. Where's the? I mean, that's it. A good came point. straight off the truck and into her backyard. I hope they just like had to open the doors and that's it. That's I think probably true. preparing her hair and makeup for this picture took longer than setting up the backyard. I'm glad you brought up her look because I want to note that she is wearing. A very on-trend vest as a shirt right now. Mm. Where are you on the vest, like the button-down vest as a shirt? I am nowhere on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Emily Ratajkowski looks hot because she always sure. does. And also, it's this is a very low... Most vests are low cut. This is not the Addersee vest, which is like a higher cut. But uh, this is this is very low cut. This is some Revolve Reformation type stuff going yeah. on here. And yet, this is how she always dresses. So it's just sort of like, 
for the most part. She looks good. I can't, many people, most people cannot pull this off. I'm not yeah. even sure she can, but like this is her look. So I'm like, okay, I just feel very familiar with her cleavage because but, it's in, that's in a lot of it, pictures. It's one of the reasons that she's famous and yeah. she's wrote a whole book about that complicated relationship and mm-hmm. she does, she looks very nice. The vest as a shirt doesn't really suit me for a number of reasons, so <laughs> I won't be joining Emily Radikowski on it. But you guys all look nice. <laughs> I would say most trends right now don't suit me. So I'm just, I'm actually wearing an eight-year-old shirt right now and feeling good, so. Yeah, I keep trying to make the super high-waisted pants fit my non-waisted body. And, you know, one day I'll find a pair that fit, but probably not. Well, it's by then it might be out of style. So you'll be, you'll be, you'll be ahead for the next time. But that's so true. I just feel like this is, I I just think Emily Ratajkowski has got to be trying to sell her house. I feel like she's maybe looking for a fresh start. I hope so. Where is this like the house on the Mercer house or whatever it is? I saw exactly one year ago, right before they announced their split. I saw Sebastian Bear McClard going into a Tribeca loft, which is where I thought they lived. So maybe she moved and this is her new backyard. But even so, this does not give me I'm sticking around because also like they need to do some trimming of this of this uh no I they shouldn't do that no I think it's great I like the overgrown okay that's that's my one very positive note leafiness is in you heard I it like here leafiness first. too but what do you think <laughs> is that in the back left there's some kind of like planter is that a planter it's an urn it's a decorative okay. urn no but behind that that shiny thing oh that yeah I guess that is a planter of some sort. Or maybe a drinks thing. I don't know. It seems like a great place for a rat to burrow. So, <laughs> all right. Just, just wanted to note that. Okay. All right. We were not sponsored by CB2, in case you can't tell. <laughs> Definitely never will be now. Although it's not really, this stuff is nice. I like these these chairs a lot, actually, but you, I don't know. you just have notes on the creative direction. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. On top of creative direction, great segue. Also an architectural digest is, well, on their YouTube page, but then also, you know, you could go to their homepage and find it, is a seven and a half long minute video giving you a tour of basically the Barbie Dreamhouse set from the Barbie movie coming July 21st, directed by Greta Gerwig and starring Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling. So obviously we will be seeing this movie. I'm, I'm quite excited. The Greta Gerwig of it all does it. Does it for me, but there's a lot of reasons to see it. Amanda, I watched this whole video. Okay, And great. as I was watching it, my main thought was, this is the second time I'm engaging with the Barbie marketing campaign and mm-hmm. the movie has not, we're still over a month away from the movie. And I also like could have en- engaged a lot more Barbie marketing. I just cannot well, believe how much there is already. Thank God, because we need you, Juliette Littman, who still has not seen Top Gun Maverick, to go see it in theaters. I know, but like this is, to me, (laughs) that you have engaged with two pieces of content means that like this movie has a chance. I'm very heartened to hear that. And I'm, I'm obviously wearing like a gross corporate hat, even though I'm not being paid by the film Barbie or Warner Brothers. So this is a no sponsorship (laughs) podcast. I've been, you know, paid and sold dollars by Greta Gerwig. But anyway, I that's good. People don't go see movies. The movies, in case you haven't heard, are just like in a terrible state. Like business is bad. Like it it's it's tough. If you're not Super Mario, people aren't going to see it. So I am glad that they you are aware that the movie is coming out on July 21st. 
And as are many people. You're right that it's like inescapable. I was at the drugstore yesterday and like OPI has sponsored, has like Barbie colors mm. now while Essie has Daisy Jones and the six colors, like oh, nail colors, funny. just in case you were wondering. And they were like right next to each other. The funny thing about OPI having Barbie colors is that they already had Barbie colors. So like, well, it's like Barbie branded. Yeah, you know? no, I get no, of course. But it's like every time they have a new line, it's like, how do you not already have this color? Like you have every color. Right. So yeah, no, they're going, they're going for it. And there was like a, a very scripted quote in Margot Robbie's Vogue cover story. And it was like, you know, copy and pasted from the deck, like into Margot Robbie's mouth into Mm. Vogue of like, Barbie is a recognizable brand, like across the globe, which on the one hand makes me want to curl up and die for a number of reasons, but on the other two, like is true, right? So they're just hoping that they can get in front of a lot of people's faces so that they will go see this movie because people don't go see movies anymore. And especially like women don't go see movies anymore. So, you know, now I don't want to make it one of those things, but this movie is coming out the same day as Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Mm. Another movie I'm really looking forward to. People were very shocked last week when like early tracking for those two movies came out and Barbie was tracking like way ahead of Oppenheimer, (laughs) which is like a three hour historical epic about setting off a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Versus Barbie, which is a fun movie with movie stars that appeals to roughly half the people living on Earth, maybe more if you, you know, have an imagination. So it it was it was like very funny to see all of the like pretty male dominated like film press like be like, well, what's happening? And like what's happening is they've they're selling the shit out of this movie and then people will hopefully go see it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think I do think the it seems like the awareness is working. I mean, it's such an it's such an interesting dichotomy between Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer and Greta Gerwig's right. Barbie. And I will say, I actually like would like to see both. I was just thinking I'd like to see both at the drive-in theater on Cape Cod. So wow. hopefully I can. And But it is just interesting. It's just like, I, I can't remember the last time a movie like for me was marketed this way. And right. I, the form, uh, for me, the for me part is Greta Gerwig. But like, totally. I, I think that, I think that's like, speaks to what you need to succeed for what move like movies for women, which is like a lot of different things. And not just movies for women, but movies in general, like Spider-Verse yeah. was the same too, where like there's something you can enjoy it on a lot of levels. And like I'm most excited to see like what Greta Gerwig did does with Barbie. But like also maybe you love Ryan Gosling or maybe you love Issa Rae. I'm really excited that Emma Mackey's in this movie from Sex Education, who she looks a lot like Margot Robbie. So it's funny that they're finally in a movie together. I think she's playing like one of the other Barbies and I assume yeah. there is some like a savvy joke about that. Yeah, no, I feel the I, I feel the same way. We haven't even talked about the fact that it's like I do feel the internal conflict of like rallying around like Barbie, Barbie. you know, both from like the like corporate, you know, toy bullshit perspective and then also Barbie as like you know, an an idea of quote unquote femininity and what it does or not does not teach women and has or yeah. has not taught young girls and young boys throughout the the years. I like you trust Greta Gerwig to be smart about that, but it like doesn't change whatever cultural signifiers like Barbie has to me. And I wasn't, you know, I like I was not I I didn't really play with Barbies. I think I had a couple, but it just kind of was Same. not 
not my jam. And and I don't mean that in like a, you know, I'm like too cool or too feminist or for Barbie or whatever. I just, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. I mean, I was really into American Girl dolls. And Same. I yeah. also, I had a Ginny doll. Did you know about Ginny dolls? They came like in this case. It was like a really old school thing. My mom got me one. Hold on, anyway. I'm this right now. Ginny but yeah, I mean, doll. I had Samantha, Molly, and Felicity. And I had the books. And yeah, I mean, like I was definitely a doll person, just not like a Barbie person. And, and yeah, I, I guess I don't feel that complicated about it because I feel like there's so many bad, bad symbols of femininity. But like Barbie is definitely like a kind of definitive one. And, and Jade was just telling us that they're selling them at Forever 21 again. And like, I definitely don't want to like contribute to a Barbie doll revival. But right. I am interested again in like Greta Gerwig's feminist take on it. And I don't know. It's it's I hadn't really like thought about that because I don't think Barbie looms large for me. But of course, you're right. Like it is kind of like a complex like. So we're investing in Barbie emotionally and dollars right. wise. Interesting. Right. Oh, Jade had Samantha, too. I also had Samantha. And guys, I just want to let you know, I had, you know how for a while they sold like real girl sized mm-hmm. versions clothes. of the clothes. I had Samantha's school dress. I got oh, to, wow. I had a, I had a solo in the second grade holiday recital. And I was allowed to, as like a special occasion, I got to pick out the Samantha school dress to wear for the recital. I was singing about a donkey in the manger. It was very exciting for me. I always wanted the clothes. Obviously, my mom wouldn't let me get them. So I'm jealous. That's really smart. This was the only one. And it was like for a special (laughs) occasion. Yeah. And then I made Samantha some like more updated summer looks myself. She Mm -hmm. had like a sundress that I I made. But really, my my mom did because I didn't know how to sew. I still don't. Nor I. Whatever's happening with Barbie, though, is, like, definitely working on me. Like, I also, like, listened to the new Dua Lipa song when it became yeah. available. And, like, I don't know. I guess I'm buying in. But whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into it. And I, I do trust in Greta Gerwig. Of course. I, She's never let and, me down. And, and I trust in her. And, and she co-wrote the script with her partner, Noah Baumbach, who's also another of my favorite filmmakers. And I trust them to navigate some of the, the social stuff in a way where they're going to deal with it so you and I don't have to, you know? Like, so we can just be like, okay, it's fine. It's Barbie, but whatever. We're going to, we'll have a nice time and it it will be intelligent or at least thoughtful. In the seven and a half minute video that I watched, it Mm -hmm. was like the set designer and, and the production designer and the set decorator were like two very, I think, very experienced British women. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is really trending in a direction that I will be interested in. But I'm curious. I mean, I'm also... I think the marketing campaign has has attempted to be inclusive, like racially, and has it has it has tried to telegraph from this is not just about like the white version of Barbie. I'm curious to see how that plays out in the movie, honestly. And I I I'm I'm like nervous about that. I'm curious to see how it actually is. But again, July 21st, I'll be seeing yeah. this movie. Great, the marketing's <laughs> working. There you go. Okay, moving on. More from summer movies. Indiana Jones just came out. Did you see it? Yes, I saw it. It's coming out in a couple weeks. They're very active on the press tour, speaking of marketing. How was it? You know, I love me some Indiana Jones. So that was where... And she was wonderful. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was really delightful. So I have some notes that perhaps we could talk about at at another time that we'll certainly talk about on Big Picture. But if, like... If you're going to go see a summer blockbuster, if you enjoy an Indiana Jones movie or like a a big thing on the big screen, this it's my kind of flavor. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll see it. I don't know. Yeah. Am I back in on the movies? 
just when everyone else is out, I'm in. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because Harrison Ford obviously was at the red carpet premiere. He was there with his longtime wife at this point. I think they're married and they've been together a long time at this point. Calista Flockhart, she who played Allie McBeal, and she rewore the skirt that she wore to the 1999 Emmys to the 2023 Indiana Jones premiere on the red carpet. It's like a yellow silk skirt or satin. It's like really lovely and she looked great both times. And I just love her for wearing a, a repeat. Love it. It is it is a very iconic skirt. So, and she looks great. I It's really funny. I, I like this. I like it when people I wear do. old things. I like it, you know, when like the archival comes back in a meaningful way. Obviously, it's like better for, you know, blah, 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 environment, et cetera, et cetera. But she looks great. Also, this is a couple that I feel like at the time when they first got together, there was a lot of naysayers. They've been together a long time now. Like, good for them. That's true. Did you see the photo from Cannes? It was a Calista Flockhart stylist was taking a picture of her Cannes look in like the hotel room before. Mm. And then Harrison Ford is just like peeping through the door (laughs) in the back, just being like, and it's like one of those real like, oh, oops, like I didn't realize I was in the photo, but it's very charming. No, I didn't see that, but I love it. She also looks great then. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, I just feel like she seems like she's, I don't know what she's really up to, but seems like she's thriving. Oh, yes, I see this picture now. Oh, that's a great dress that she was wearing in Cannes. Wow. Love it. That's really nice. I feel like that's too nice for Cannes. Am I wrong? No, Cannes is kind of uptight about, it's definitely black tie and they make the women wear high heels, which like, that's a whole other (sighs) nonsense thing. You know, this Every once in a while, the French find a way to be sort of annoying. Love, love them. Love the country. But it's it's right on for Cannes. Okay. Well, Cliss Flockhart, she's crushing this press tour. Good job by her. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, let's move on. My girl Cameron Diaz, she did a fridge video on Instagram, which is like a thing, right? People sharing their their fridges. Sure. I thought this was promo for Goop Kitchen, which is the food 
kitchen, mm. you know, like the food launch of a yeah, or spinoff of of Gwyneth Paltrow's, you know, Shh. sprawling corporate endeavor. I, I believe it was Cameron's summer salad, summer crunch salad for Goop, and yes. she her promo was showing her fr- her fridge. But I, I think that is like a thing in general that people like do. Like, here's my fridge. I, I happen to like refrigerator ASMR videos of like people like organizing and they're just like sure. moving things around. Very, very soothing. Anyway, for this particular promo to speak to both the Goop lifestyle and the Cameron Diaz lifestyle, all that was in her fridge was this salad and bottles of white wine. And of course, the white wine is from her line as well. So right. it was excellent. Again, this is a marketing theme themed episode excellently landed for a viral moment that made me excited because I love Cameron Diaz and I'm just happy when she has a moment, period. Okay, so I I just, I have some follow-up questions. Okay. The leafy backyard with like purely marketed setup in two minutes thing doesn't work for you. But this setup in two minutes, pure marketing, which is just like white wine, <laughs> that like has no toxins or something. I don't know. I've still never actually tasted Aveline. We are at some point tra- supposed to do a taste test of all movie star brands on um, on Big Picture, and I'll finally get to try it. Anyway, that white wine and then salad in airport containers, which is I just I can never eat another airport salad as long as I live. You know, once it's in that plastic container with the dressing on the side and everything's refrigerated and cold, I I just it's out for me. This works, but this works for you more than more than a leafy setting. Yes, definitely. Okay. I think because this is much more brazen and transparent okay. in what it is sure. and also like dumber whereas okay. like the leafy backyard just didn't see, just seemed like it was going for high end, but it didn't, didn't land. This is not going for high end. This is going for buy me. All right. I'm going to read you her description of the salad. It's full okay. of big flavors and crunch with crisp gem lettuce, sweet and spicy mango slaw, crunchy snow peas, carrots, cucumbers, fresh herbs, avocado slices, and served with a side of puffed rice, candied cashews, and goop certified clean cashew vinaigrette. That sounds like I'm hungry. That doesn't sound like a good salad. <laughs> I mean, it sounds fine. I don't think puffed rice or candied cashews are going to taste good when they're refrigerated. I also, I don't want to mix my own salad. I don't want to dress my own salad. So Same. I completely agree with you. So uh, needs, Unless yeah, I'm like I, doing it at home, but in these plastic containers, then it will just like winds up everywhere. It's really upsetting. I got, I had a very good, Trader Joe's has a lot of good, prepped salad. So, I mean, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, of course. But it was like one of those days where I was eating lunch at three Mm. and I got the salad, you know, the salad dressing out. It was the the one with broccoli slaw and oh, that sounds spicy good. cashew. Yeah, it's it's good. And so I put the dressing on and then I put the lid back on, you know, to do the shake, 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 shake to try. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Didn't put the lid back on correctly. Got it all over my shirt. My shirt was clean for once until it wasn't. It, It was tough for me. I don't, I, I, a plastic and salad are just our enemies in my book. <laughs> I agree with you, but both with this salad, this wine and Emily Ratajkowski's backyard, I'm not buying any of it. Like literally my dollars are not right. going towards any of these products, you know? That's true. That's a good point. So Barbie, yes. Celebrity spawn. Barbie, condo. yes. I would like to try some other things at Goop Kitchen. 
Like what? Well, I, I here in Los Angeles, if you drive to the west side, it's available, I think, like in you can Widely. pick it up from like actual goop kitchen. No, no, no. And so like maybe it oh. doesn't have to come in plastic is my hope. Like they sort they mix it for you. Oh, and I've heard that some of the other salads like have sustenance in them and could be good. Does it have a storefront? I don't I think they might be ghost kitchens, which is like another mm. I can't really get into it, but got it. I've hot I topic on food it. news. Yeah, ghost I want to try it. Okay, cool. Well, Cameron Diaz, I hope your post acting life continues to suit you. You seem like you're doing great. <laughs> Let's move on. Quick, quick note. I'm, I get like these like spam emails that are usually sports related and it's now here at like almost, we're in mid mid to end of June and so there's not a lot of sports happening outside of baseball, which doesn't really matter still for a few months. And so the like random sports odds email that I got, this, the headline, the subject led with odds for a Benefer breakup. And I was like, wait, what? Like, are people worried about them breaking up? I didn't know this was like an urgent concern, but... The question was, will Affleck and Lopez break up before 2024? And it was seven to one odds. Yes. One to 15 odds. No. Which I don't really know what that means because I don't understand betting. But I just I was like, oh. it means that you can make more money if you bet. Uh, yes. n- oh, uh, no. Because no. right, it's slimmer odds. And, yeah. Right. And they, but it seems like the these markets seem to believe that they will break up next year. I don't love, I don't always think that the betting world gets the odds on entertainment stuff right. They've got sports down and unfortunately they've got politics down, but kind of like their early stuff on pop culture always seems to be skimming the surface of what's available news. I guess I just didn't know this was available news. I was just like, what's, what are they fighting over now? Is there something? I mean, I feel like they came out really like, they were really like vamping it on the flash red carpet to make it seem like right. all is well. Is it available news or is it like two people like they've heard of, you know, <laughs> Good and point. that they know will get your attention? This to, this to me seems like clickbait. Worked. I clicked. But, but maybe I'll bet just to prove them wrong. I, then I was like, wait, are some people are talking about this? And I started Googling and I had two revelations. One okay. is there are not people talking about this in any sources we would consider reputable. So right. carry yeah. on for now. And number two, I saw pictures of Jennifer Garner with her boyfriend, whose mm-hmm. name is escaping me at the moment, but I'll, I'll pull it up. Anyway, I was like, huh, he looks a lot like Michael Vartan. They don't look like, they don't look like they are siblings or whatever, but they have the same look in a very like, oh, she has a type kind of yeah. way. And I, I thought that I was kind of funny. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I just hadn't seen pictures of him in a long time. So I was like, huh, interesting. His name's John Miller. My bad. Okay. Anyway, happy for her. She seemed happy. He seems happy. Everyone carry on. All right. It's time to evaluate the submissions we we reviewed, we we received for cool guys. Right. I'm just going to read them off and you can say yes or no. And then we will, and I will as well. And then we will evaluate briefly. Okay. This is from my mom. Jeff Bridges. On balance, yes, except, yeah, I, I think I'm okay with it. I don't, know anything that's taking away from it you know I think it's a good submission yeah I mean I associate with the Big Lebowski obviously so hard to separate the two for me in many ways right but it's a yes for me the Bridges family in general seems like they're just doing their thing hold on I'm googling Jeff Bridges Marvel because I think he might have been in one of those oh yeah he was in Iron he he was in Iron Man the first one yeah, he's, I think cool. he's the dad. That was, way, that was a long time ago. Good job by him. I think that that is a good call. 
Correct. That's like one of the only ways that you can be in it and still be cool. Okay. Wow. Him and Gwyneth Paltrow, the only cool people yeah. from Marvel. It's true. I'm not even sure I think she's cool, but I think she's cooler than, than almost everyone else in the Marvel universe. I think that's that's probably true as well. I don't know whether I, she's probably not cool. No, but anyway. I don't think so. Michael Shannon. I don't have sure. enough data. He he is in the uh, the DC universe, which is the other mm. superhero universe that I have to see all the films of. But he gives quotes like it's not really acting. So he's cool. at least aware of what's going on and it's funding his indie projects. So he gives me Jordan Catalano vibes. Like okay. IRL Jordan Catalano, which is obviously okay. cool. All right. Pedro Pascal. Yes, I think so. I think I think that's a definitely yes. First yes. of all, no one has ever seen less creepy doing press with a young girl, with like a, like a teen girl than him, which is, is very cool. Like there's there's nothing weird about that. They just seem like a supportive coworker relationship that's mm-hmm. age appropriate. And he just seems like he's enjoying himself and taking it all in stride. He is affiliated with several franchise entertainments, but you seldom see his face, as I understand it. Yes, like he's he is the Mandalorian, but you very I think you never see him as such. Right. His face gets bashed in in Game of Thrones. Okay. And spoiler. Uh it happens at the in season three. So I feel like if people don't know about that, that's on okay. them. Okay. He was in the video game show. Last of Us, didn't watch it. Wildly popular. He wore shorts to the Met Gala and still looked cool. I think that's that's the clincher. I'm going with yes. I think so, too. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton. This Many people DM me to say they're surprised I didn't say Lewis Hamilton, but I do not think Lewis Hamilton is cool. I I would agree, but you're the, you're the consumer of all of the... I think Lewis Hamilton seems impressionable. I think Lewis Hamilton seems very... Like, I think we don't know a lot about his life. Yeah. So, I, I think I, he seems... I like him, obviously. I think he seems quite managed. Definitely. Which is fine, but... It's good celebrity hygiene, but it's not cool hygiene. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> Two historical ones of deceased people. Prince. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's absolutely. Undeniable, like, obviously. 100%. How do we not think of that? Yeah. yeah. And then David Bowie, which is, again, of course... A 100%, yes. Yeah. Those are I think, ac- I think excellent submissions. We were only doing... Oh, you were doing a live. I was not. I was like, the Beatles! <laughs> right, that's true. Two or four are dead. Well, two or but four. you were doing yeah. a live. But you were also... You were advocating for Ringo Starr at some point. Well, I did tough. begin by saying I think musicians have a leg up and Prince and David Bowie are two slam-dunk I mean, musicians. Absolutely true. Um, yeah. So... This week on The Big Picture, we did a movie draft, and those get uh, quite discursive. And at some point, we were talking about Steven Soderbergh. And so I brought up our last episode and how I nominated Steven Soderbergh as a cool person. And Sean and Chris, who I do the movie drafts with, had some notes. Or they don't they don't get to have notes, but they had some reactions okay. to, to my definition of cool. And then I shared your definition of cool. And our collected and like kind of what we're doing here at the Cool Men Committee. And <laughs> they didn't get it. I And so then they kept throughout the episode trying to suggest other people who were cool and like were failing and were getting really angry at the definition. Um, Chris in particular was really upset that a lot of that most of the cool people were older and that there were oh. no young cool people. But so I've been thinking about this. Okay. 
I do think one of the defining, like the essential traits is like genuine confidence in mm. someone. Like someone Absolutely. is out there like doing their own version of their thing and th- they feel comfortable with it and you can tell. And that's the definition of Prince, right? Yes. For better or for worse. And I think it's very hard to be truly confident as a young person. Mm. And and I think that the older you get, the more you can suss out like the fake confidence. You know, you can see that younger people are like they're trying, but this is missing a little. So it's this a little a, it's this a is sliding an important, scale. Important moment, I think, to talk about Harry Styles. Yeah. Who is exceedingly confident, but for me a little too in on his own jokes. And that's like a little, and I, he is, he is very cool. He is very, I don't know. He just is like, there's something about him that. I think Harry Styles probably is cool to me. I think I did just, I just call him cool, but there's something about it. That's like, uh, yeah, because he's young. I'm like, you know what you're doing. And there, I'd sort of like, I see path past the mystique a little bit, but what about Timothy Chalamet? Cool. I think so. Yeah, I do. Even dating fucking Kylie Jenner? Well, he can do what he wants, you know? He's Timothy Chalamet. He's Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) So he's not bothered by other people's opinions. I do think that Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet seem to have some sort of, like, internal sense of self Mm -hmm. that even though they have then, like, mega commodified it and it has taken on the reflection of a lot of other people's you know, whatever they're young, I you know, but yes, I I do think they're cool. I get I get it for both yeah. of them. I actually I get the movie stardom of Timothy Chalamet, but like him as like a as like a icon, or I get him as an icon. I don't find him like remotely sexual personally. It doesn't have to be sexual I know. to be cool, just, yeah. But saying about no, not the yeah. coolness, the the sort yeah. of like how how young people go crazy for him. Well, young what people, do I know? you know. It's they just you got to be young, you know, so I as a result of uh, this extended discussion, another thing that we decided was not cool on the or that I decided was not cool to the chagrin of Sean and Chris was driving Porsches. Mm. Uh, Where are you on that? Definitely agree. It's it's like it's the most obvious try hard thing. They were like absolutely agog. And then I've heard from a lot of men in my mentions just being like Porsches are amazing. Oh, this came up, by the way, because Michael Fat, we were talking about Michael Fassbender crashing Mm -hmm. out of Le Mans. And I was like, he's sort of cool. But like the thirst with which he's like chasing this like race car driving thing. But he's like doing it for Porsche. And it's like, I'm just like, this is a little too like obvious you know yeah. what I'm saying and yeah. that is sort of where we are with the Porsche anyway that didn't go down well but I stand by it um I, I got- agree absolutely okay, agree Thank also you. like let's just look at some of the vehicles of of known cool men first of yeah. all I either don't know what they drive right. or it's like Leonardo DiCaprio is like Mr. Prius the first right. guy to get one you know exactly. and like yeah I completely agree exactly. the main thing is I prefer to not know because I don't care and completely you care. It's not cool. Thousand percent. <laughs> so anyway, this discussion and outrage on the part of our, our friends and colleagues led to a lot of like in the comments mentions. I don't think I got all of them, but I'm just sharing some mm-hmm. of the ones that were shared with me. Tom Hardy. No, I reject. 
I, okay. Tom Hart, first of all, method acting, not yeah, that cool. It's good. That's that's a good point. I was like, Second he's committed. All, he's singular. He's super weird and like really entertaining on screen, but like cool? No. Yeah. Sorry. I, I mean, like as Alfie Solomon's on Peaky Blinders, he's an absolute delight. And like, yeah. I enjoy him as Bane. I mean, you know, we all we all like the work of Tom Hardy. We all like Inception here, except for like maybe yeah, some weirdos. This, this also like the method acting is a, is a good segue to the next suggestion. Method acting is not cool. And like being a quote, serious actor is like not really cool, which is why I have to disqualify Riz Ahmed, who is, I think, is like a, a very gifted actor. But it's just like the word craft is like flash, you know, yeah, I flashing mean, I think this, and like big lights. I think this takes us back to Pedro Pascal, who is like a serious actor who does right. theater, but also does The Mandalorian. And someone like Oscar Isaac, who probably is cool too. Like they, you know, he's like in Star Wars and doing other shit, but he's also singing Roar as a folk song on the late night circuit, you know? Right. I'm going to say Oscar Isaac, yes, cool. Yeah, I agree. Kendrick Lamar. That's a good one. I said yes. I agree. I, yeah, instinctively yes. Because, and that's also a little bit of, goes back to the the genius in particular craft. Yes. Really helps with that. Like singular has an, you know. Also manages to be commercial and political without either feeling too overbearing. And I think that's like really impressive. And again, part of his genius. Yeah. David Lynch. Yes. Cool. I don't know enough. He's not really in my world. I'm not in his world either. Um, Another genius filmmaker also calls in to do the weather report on in uh, Los Angeles public radio every <laughs> that's awesome every week and then like picks a song. That's the most delightful thing that you've ever heard. So I think those are all th- those are our verdicts. Wonderful. Well, this will be an ongoing conversation. Yeah, the cool Keep men committee about will, it. will reconvene in the future. TBD. It feels great to be on a committee of two. I feel really powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and I really appreciate everyone coming on this journey and caring. <laughs> Final report of the week. I was very much procrastinating Oh my God, today. I forgot about this. This is really exciting. I was very much procrastinating today and decided to go back to my roots. And my roots is watching YouTube videos. I realized that COVID has really impacted my relationship with YouTube negatively because I'm around the television a lot more often. So it's like easier for me to pop over to my TV and watch... 20 minutes of Love Island or 20 minutes of Scott and Bailey or just pretend I'm living in England watching television. Um, But I'm at the office today. And so I spent a lot of time on YouTube. And I finally found the emotional bandwidth to watch the final carpool karaoke where Adele picks up James Corden and like allegedly drives him to work for the final carpool karaoke. It's 20 minutes. It includes like some flashbacks. I gotta say, it made me emotional. And I I wasn't expecting that. I got emotional when Mariah Carey showed up and it was like, she started singing and it had nothing to do with James Corden and only to do with Mariah Carey and the wonderful song, Always Be My Baby. But it just really made me feel complicated, Amanda. I was just like, God, I like loved this before. I loved the original James Corden and Adele Carpool Karaoke, which was from 2015. I once loved James Corden. I just like, it's kind of insane that show came and went. And I all I was thinking about as I watched it was how... James Corden is a bad Balthazar customer. And I was like, wow, it's just yeah. really, really not what he was going for when he started this. The power of Keith McCallie's Instagram. He's off Instagram for a while. Well, he does that from time to time. Like James Corden basically has to move back to the UK now because of one <laughs> omelet that had egg white <laughs> in is. instead of egg yolks. That's awesome. In the video, 
he's like, it's time to go home. And Adele's like, I'm just not ready to go back yet. Otherwise, I would go with you. And she's crying because she like talks about how he helped her get through like her divorce from Simon and stuff. And they sing I Drink Wine together. And like apparently it, like they like were crying through it. It was like okay. it was like intense, but I was also like, this can't be real. These are two like Adele doesn't do this. Like this is fucking weird. And it was the it was the fakest driving that's ever occurred in the history of carpool karaoke, which is a real knock against it. And I I think for the final one, they really made a mistake by not having James drive, but I guess they wanted to make him feel special. Okay. Well, good luck to all of them. You know what? The UK is is a lovely country in its own way. So maybe I it, I I hope he has a nice time. Well, we wish him well. On that note, I will be wondering about if Adele will ever move back to England when it will be time for her to go home. You, you know, they say you right. can never go home again unless you have been a bad uh, customer at Balthazar. So <laughs> who knows what's to come? Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley, and the Cool Men Committee will reconvene at our nearest convenience. We will talk to you next week. Thank you.